Golden is also good. <laughs> I get sponsored by Golden. You know, like we said, if we just mention the name of a company, we get ad dollars, right? Is that how we're doing this? That's what we decided, yeah. Yeah, so gold, Golden Paint, we've mentioned you like four times now in positive light, so you need to... You can uh, write thanks. the check. Write the check to Cowboy Chemistry. No, actually, write it to Dylan Gardner if you actually do this. Because um, <laughs> we don't have a bank account yet. Wait, you get a sponsorship from Hobby Lobby. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're like, here's all these things. I would have to turn it down. I couldn't I can do it. Um, I'm like, don't turn us good, down. Good We're good. <laughs> Apoptosis is going mad, my liver's gonna fail. Maybe it's from the radium I use to paint my nails. Well, say you hate me, carbon date me, throw me in the sea. I'll be back with time because I'm made of stardust and chemistry. A stardust and chemistry. has been around for for longer than modern humans have been the only hominids. So Neanderthals were using red ochre likely as a body paint around 200 to 250,000 years ago. The oldest evidence of humans making paint dates back to 100,000 years ago in South Africa, where there are there was evidence of people making paint from red ochre and animal bones. The oldest paintings are found on the walls of caves in uh, Sulawesi, India, Indonesia. That was uh, dated to 43.9 thousand years ago, and that is thought to depict scenes of pigs and anoa, which are kind of like gazelles, being hunted by a human figure. So today on Cowboy Chemistry, we're talking about painting with my guest, Danielle Demetria East, founder and director of East Lubbock Art House, um, a wonderful organization in East Lubbock. So how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Excited to talk about painting? Yes, I love paint. (laughs) Sniffing paint. <laughs> you love the smell of paint? Yeah. I mean, it depends on what kind of paint it is. What's your favorite? Mm, I'd say, I mean, it just depends. I've always been interested in, like, acrylic paints. Mm-hmm. Um, spray paint is, like, mm. one of my biggest things. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I definitely love the smell of acrylic paint. There's something about it. <laughs> I know. And especially, like, the really good grade of like acrylic paint it's like mm-hmm. well it doesn't really have a smell which is like the bad the worst thing because it's like you can be inhaling it a lot but you just you don't know <laughs> yeah yeah uh i feel that with the like, oil paints oil paints a little sketch me out a little bit because i know some of them are like pretty toxic <laughs> so yeah. i'm like but they don't really have a smell anymore so i'm like oh no am i like <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're like you have to have like good ventilation and stuff when you use oils I find oils, like I do acrylic painting just for funsies, um, and I've been trying to get into oils, and it's incredibly intimidating. (laughs) I don't know know. if people feel that, other people feel that way, but. Yeah, it's really hard. I did it in college a lot, and there was one time where I was like, like you're supposed to mix it to like thin it out with certain um, oils, Mm -hmm. it's oil-based, but I was like, I'll use paint thinner. (laughs) And my professor was like, oh, don't do this, stop doing this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I guess it was like, yeah, it wasn't the best thing to do. It also wasn't good for like the painting, but I was like, it's working. <laughs> it's doing and what I need like, it to do. Stop. <laughs> yeah, I know you're supposed to use like linseed oil, right? Yeah. Because I watched some tutorials on it. Um, but like the tutorial was like, like a master painter. It, was very, it wasn't like Bob Ross. Like I can paint with Bob Ross, but this was like a professor. And I was trying to paint along and I was like, oh my God, this is so hard. It's really hard. <laughs> 
like oil paint. Well, yeah, oil paints are really forgiving. So it's that's good. Yeah, because acrylics they. I feel like acrylics are more forgiving because it dries, and then you can just paint over it. Yeah, and, and I mean, erase oils, all your mistakes. You can, you can like <laughs> paint over it. I mean, acrylics are a lot cheaper. Um, but I found out there are like so the the three that I think of when I think of paint is like watercolor, um, acrylic, and oil. But I found out there's like like ten different kinds of painting. Yeah. <laughs> Because I, I found the list. There's, like, watercolor. There's gauche. There's ink, which I didn't think of ink as painting. But, of course, you can paint ink. There's enamel, tempura, fresco, which I didn't think fresco was, like, a type of paint. I just thought fresco meant it was on, on a ceiling. <laughs> There's hot wax, encaustic uh, oil, water-miscible oil. So, like, that seems not right. That seems against nature. <laughs> Pastels, acrylic, and then, of course, spray paint are all considered medias of painting. Um, but yeah, I was like, there's so many kinds of paint. <laughs> I know. Also, it's gouache. Which oh, I it's only gouache? Use, yeah. Oh. I use it, like, once. It's, like, a mix between, like, watercolor and acrylic. Like, it takes a little bit longer to dry, but mm. I don't know. Yeah, because I've used... I actually used gouache. I thought it was gauche. So there's a chemistry word that's spelled exactly the same way, and it's pronounced gauche. I don't know why. But, um... So I was just going based off of that. But okay. But yeah, I used gouache and I like it because like um, it's all water soluble and it like comes up like acrylic dries and then you can't mess with it anymore. But with gauche, you can like pull it up um, with water and like wet it again and then it and then you can blend it more, um, which is really cool. Uh, I, I liked it. But then then I was like, but now how do I like paint layers? I couldn't do layers anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to do layers. I feel like you can do layers with... Um... Was it watercolor, too? It just takes, like, <laughs> a lot of time. And then sometimes if you put too much paint down and too much water, then the paper starts to get, like, icky. Yeah, like wrinkled. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, my soon-to-be mother-in-law does a lot of watercolor painting. Um, and she does, like, really good job. Like, she did a whole lighthouse. And so she was the one who wanted me to try gauche and sent me some. So, um, but Yeah. <laughs> Or gouache. I'm saying it wrong. Ah. I mean, maybe my professors were saying it wrong. I don't know. That's what I heard. But, hmm. you know, majority of them are wrong. <laughs> I don't believe that there's actually, like, a wrong way to pronounce any word. Like, as long as people know what you're talking about. Like, there's, like, a big debate in the chemistry world between um, aluminum and aluminum. I've actually had, like, a fist fight almost break out in a lab over it. I, <laughs> I was like... Well, because aluminium is how, like, English people say it, right? Yeah, so this is a British pronunciation. But there's no I. Yeah. In the end of aluminum. So uh, I would have been on Team Aluminum, and I would have thrown some hands on that. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was... It, someone was just like, we don't speak the Queen's English here. And it's like, no. okay. Um, also, this person was not British. They were from Nigeria. <laughs> People just say aluminium. Why? It's, it's equally correct. Um, and so that person actually got removed from the lab. When they, when they were oh. like, no, you're you're gone. You don't get to just say that. That's. <laughs> I know. I mean, as long as people understand what you're talking about, like, it's part of your culture. Like, I have a friend that was saying, instead of um, Episcopal, they were saying Episcopal. Mm-hmm. So, and then they kept just kept saying it. And then I was like, I think that word is, like, not pronounced like that. But <laughs> And they were like, what did I say? And I was like, not the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so let's get into some more of the chemistry of it. Um, the colorants, so the pigments or the dyes that make the color and opacity. Like, as far as art is concerned, like, what are you thinking about when you're mixing paints 
when it comes to like the colors and opacity? Because I know that there's different medium or more opaque than others. Is that something like artists think about in terms of chemistry or like, how do y'all think about it? If that makes any sense. Um, Sometimes like when we did murals this summer at East Slope Guard House, um, I like told a lot of the youth that like, you know, some of the paints don't mix well together. And like, I know it's like yellows um, are really transparent. Reds Mm -hmm. are transparent. uh, Purples are transparent. Really? Yeah. So in like even acrylic paint, like you can see a lot of transparency. So you have to do a lot of coats with that. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, I just learned that like house paints uh, don't mix well. Like if you're trying to mix like the primary colors and you have like red and yellow and you're trying to make orange it doesn't really do well Mm. and then mixing like trying to make brown because if you mix like all the primary colors you can get brown right um but it's not a brown that's like good for skin tones because if you try and add white to make a lighter color it's just gonna look really dull and gray yeah yeah like grays out yeah Ah. and then you can't add black to it because then it'll just look dull yeah you can't it's really hard to make darker colors when you add black what i've learned from my thing because it just kind of like mutes it all out and then you don't get the color anymore. So, like, the thing you're supposed to do is, like, add some of your opposite color. Is that right? Like, so if you're, like, trying to make, I guess, what it would be? If you were, like, trying to make yellow darker, you would add, I don't know, the color wheel. <laughs> um, it would be purple. I don't know why I can think of that. Okay, yeah. And that would make, like, a dark, that's what you're supposed to do to make, like, a darker color, right? Mm-hmm. Is that how, yeah. And then there's, like, you can have, like, warm and cold colors. So, like, you can add more yellow or more blue and get warmer or colder tones of, like, your browns or anything. Yeah, and usually when you mix, like, um, colors that are opposite of each other on, like, the um, color wheel, mm-hmm. you can make brown as well. So, but Okay. I don't know. It doesn't work well with house paint because it's, like, I don't know the whole process, but the way that it's mixed, you just can't mix it together. <laughs> it's not like acrylic paint or anything else. It just mm. won't mix well. It just won't bind well. Hmm. So I've never tried to mix house paints. Um, that's interesting. Um, but the pigments and the dyes, so, so like the difference between a dye and a pigment, at least chemically, is that like dyes are soluble and create solutions and usually bind to the canvas. So like they're actually binding to like the fibers of the canvas, which like because the, the canvas is a textile, right? So it's binding to the fibers just like you would dye like a, a shirt or something like that. Now, most paint, is my understanding, they actually don't use dyes. Um, ink painting is is the most likely to use dyes as a colorant but most paintings use pigments so pigments are not soluble and they create suspensions like milk so that's how you get some of that opacity right because like if you have a suspension you get a, com- a, a solution like milk that like you can't see your hand through whereas um if you do have a soluble solution usually you can see your hand through the solution at least if it's dilute enough if it's too concentrated then maybe you can't but and these insoluble pigments are usually inorganic, meaning that they aren't carbon-based. So they have metals like titanium, cadmium, chromium to bring the distinct colors. And then they're often, that's how the names of the paints come from. So you get stuff like titanium white or cadmium red or chrome green. Yeah. And so the paintings that use pigments are like watercolors, acrylics, oils, gouache. <laughs> I said it right that time. Pastel. Uh, enamel and spray paint all use pigments and then the differences are often in the other components of the paint so like the binder right so that's like a polymer that's often used uh, and referred to like as resin that forms a matrix to hold the pigment in place and you know we were talking about oil painting and that's you know used usually used linseed oil or like safflower oil which I guess when it dries it's actually like forming a polymer yeah so it kind of helps um I guess as far as, like, oil paints, it's, like, really thick in the tube. And so it kind of, mm-hmm. like, 
um, loosens that bind. And so I guess when I was using like the, um, what was it? The, not the stuff that I wasn't supposed to use paint thinner. I guess yeah. it's thinning the paint, which now I know to, like, now I know that like you use paint thinner to like clear paint off of things. Right. As opposed to like the oil actually like working to like bind the oil paint together. So I just hmm. wasn't doing the right thing. So like the, the, the paint thinner like breaks apart the molecules instead of like acting like a binder. Yeah. And then I also, I've noticed that um, paint thinner is really strong, which I just, you know, I guess when you're like mm. in it and like working with it, you can't really like tell. But also I've noticed with like cleaning paint brushes, like people be like, this is really strong. <laughs> <laughs> so I also know it's like really toxic. So. Yeah. I know that there's like different ones that like, like the older versions are very like pungent, like they smell really strong and the newer ones don't smell as strong. And so like people have, like, gotten lightheaded because they didn't realize they were breathing in so yeah, many like fumes. Turpentine? Yeah. I know people don't use turpentine anymore, but terpenoid, I think that's what it's called. Like, mm-hmm. it's still just, like, really strong and really toxic. Yeah, I think they still use that for, like, removing, like, paint from walls, like, in industrial kind of settings. Because I was, like, reading all about it. And I was like, you have to have good um, ventilation for all this stuff. And that's another reason I find oil so... Uh, like intimidating because I'm like I'm already getting exposed to so many chemicals at work. Do I really need to spend my free time breathing in all this stuff? <laughs> who needs who needs brain cells? Like not me. Brain cells. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so some of the other like the other polymers like acrylic, like acrylic itself is a polymer. Um, like like that's a type of polymer. Um, but acrylic paints they also use like polyesters, polyurethanes, um, melamine resins, and vinyl, and then those get suspended in water. To make an emulsion, which is another kind, it's like as another suspension, like milk. Um, it's just like a specific type of suspension, and so that's why when it dries, like it, it can't get picked up again because you, it's not actually in solution, right? So, yeah. um, and so you said spray paint's one of your favorite mediums. So spray paint also uses a polymer, but also with other solvents to make it thin enough that you can actually spray it from the can. I always really like spray paint. That's another one that I feel like I'm, I'm very intimidated by because you see like such cool like um murals and um different street art that I've seen and I'm like I could never do that (laughs) I know it's so hard to work with like but it's so it's so versatile Mm -hmm. like there's so many different brands like there's a lot of good brands I think it's called like paint shot or color shot that they just Mm -hmm. like put out at Walmart and so that also works really good um I use this one called I think it's 84 and then one um that's a golden brand Okay. So Mm -hmm. it's also, like, really good. I've seen the 84 brand. It looks, I don't know, you know, I'm basing it off of looks. I think it looks nice. (laughs) I think you can use it, like, I mean, you still need ventilation, but, like, Mm -hmm. it's not as toxic, I feel like, and it also just, like, binds really good. Like, I use some cheaper paints, and they, I put it on, like, I've been working on vinyl, Mm -hmm. and it just kind of, like, sticks to the vinyl, like, it just didn't work good. Like, <laughs> when something else touches the paint, like, it's going to pull, like, the cheaper paint off. But I know, mm. like, the better brands work so much better. Like, the binding is so much better. It's just, I don't know. And there's more versatile in colors. Like, they have, like, a better variety of colors. So you can get, like, different skin tones. Um, mm. Like, you can make, they have a lot of natural colors. Okay. It's just, like, a lot more versatile than, like, going to Walmart and you getting, like, three types of pink. You can get, like... 20 types of pink <laughs> mm, dang <laughs> yeah did you have a question oh no i was just gonna plug um my friend steven is a graffiti artist and he's done like a few pieces around town the main one that i can think of is the um one of the murals at savage tavern so there's um it's not the one with the butterfly and it's not the one like 
next to it. There's one like kind of in the middle, I think. I don't think his is the one with the butterfly. But he has one of those murals that's uh, right there. And it's kind of interesting to watch him. That's like his only medium that he really mm-hmm. paints with is, is spray paint. Um, but he also likes drugs. So <laughs> there's so many murals. It's also for fun. <laughs> yeah. I know. So that's now. just a plug for Steven. That's all that is. <laughs> yeah. I know. Now I might use spray paint for my like big school bus. It's just like, I don't mm-hmm. know, sometimes easier to work with too. Like having like house paint, like you're going to keep dripping paint and then you need paint brushes. And yeah. Um, I mean, you still might need drop cloth for spray paint, but like it just works easier. Like, and then a lot of, like, the house paints and acrylic paints, like, they'll dry up really easily. So, if you don't put the top on it well, like, it's going to dry up. And then um, I like to stack them really high, but then it's, like, <laughs> uh, it's The not spray safe. paint cans? No. Um, the house paint cans? Yeah. Oh, okay. Also stacking the spray paint cans, but oh, okay. not in the same That makes way. sense. <laughs> um, but it makes sense that like spray paint would kind of be more easy to work with, I think is why most people choose that as a medium, like that and like pens and markers. Yeah, because you don't it's need more... anything else. Yeah. No, and you don't need like a specific technique to do it. Like you just point your arm and push the thing. Like you yeah. get closer and farther away, but it's not as like You don't have refined, to worry about like yeah. figure out how to hold the brush and like right. do all the like extra steps or like buy canvases. You can like just spray on anything. Like an or a downstroke, you just yeah. spray away. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for street art, because you don't want to be like, oh, I'm trying to make this like crazy mural like in the middle of the night and I'm like lugging all this drop cloth and mm-hmm. carrying yeah. all these like paint cans. <laughs> yeah. It's just like you could actually, and then you can stick like spray paint in your pocket. I mean, mm-hmm. you can. Especially if you have like cargo pants, just oh. yeah. a lot of colors. Yeah. Just like have yeah, cargo pants and then just like put one per pocket. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's perfect. We support, we support graffiti on this podcast. Yes. 100%. <laughs> yeah, I always think it's so, always interesting, like, the difference between, like, what con- is considered, like, a graffiti and, like, illegal and what's considered a mural. Because, like, even, like, stuff like Banksy, like, Banksy does illegal stuff. It's illegal. I don't think he gets permission or they get permission. I don't yeah. know if we know who Banksy is either. Uh, I just see, like, Banksy works. And then people are like, oh, Banksy. And I'm like, what's the difference between that illegal street art and other illegal street art? Why is his good and other people's is not good? Like, because it can be equally as beautiful. Yeah. I don't know. I always think it's really interesting, like, the dichotomy of, like, what's considered art and not. And, like, apparently fine art is, like, a whole, like, elitist thing. Because, like, what gets considered to be fine art versus just amateur art. Uh, I don't know. I I, um, I follow some artists on, like, online. And they, they will complain about things that I don't fully understand. <laughs> when there's, like, the whole debate between, like, fine art and, like, any kind of art that's made by BIPOC is always like considered folk art yeah. instead oh, yeah. of fine art yeah. even though it's like this is just the art that we made when you guys were painting boring pictures of old white people like mm-hmm. I know. And then this is like, a picture of a god it's dope <laughs> I know and then there's like the what is it, like the crypto art I can't remember what it's called where like crypto people art. were like making it online and it was like digital. NFTs yeah NFTs like I still don't understand NFTs NFTs because oh. they're made by a computer like the, it's AI and it's all like crappy 8-bit art like i feel like it's all a scam. i feel like that was like somebody's no, it's like best scam but like they were like no like this convinced people so well like because any crypto anything that you have to buy with cryptocurrency it's like okay but like did you actually pay the person that owned this no. internet thing like how <laughs> yeah, yeah like, you can screenshot it and they're like no i own this but you don't actually own the physical piece of art you own the html or whatever like but, like, does that mean they own... See, this is the part I don't understand. Do they own the website? 
No, they just own the little image. But, like, how do you own the image? (laughs) I just don't understand. Somebody sends you, like, the PDF. I don't know. Okay. It's a PDF (laughs) or a JPEG? It's probably a JPEG. Okay. So I can just screenshot it and then, like, add it onto a new document and download it as a JPEG. Yeah. And then you also own it. (laughs) No, you don't own it because you don't have the (laughs) NFT, whatever the NFT is. (laughs) Selling someone a copy of your artwork? I don't know. But it's not even, like, because it's not, you don't even have, like, a digital, it's not, like, a print, right? What's a digital print? But it's it's not everything is good, a digital though. <laughs> like it looks like it's honestly like graphics from like the first Game Boy that came out. That's what the little NFTs normally look like. Some of them are pretty good, um, but yeah, I just think they use them to try to take money from vulnerable people. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the people that buy NFTs also good for you. Like Ryan, I'm happy for you, and I want someone to take all your money. <laughs> Ryan used to uh, work at a gas station. Ryan's my uh, soon-to-be husband. He used to work at a gas station and they had a cryptocurrency like version of an ATM. Uh, and he only saw ever saw one person use it. And so he like went up and asked, like, hey man, like, what do you use this thing for? And the guy goes, Oh, I just have a horrible gambling addiction. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> like he's thinking like he's gonna talk to like some like somebody doing something. I don't know. I don't know what he expected the person to say. But yeah, so I, I'm pretty sure cryptocurrency is just a way to like scam vulnerable people out of a lot of money. <laughs> so on on a on a less less sad note, let's talk about wax painting, <laughs> which is also called encaustic. I think wax painting and acoustic encaustic are the same thing. Is that yeah. right? Okay. Um, like that. But that one uses beeswax, um, which and then they like dissolve uh, powdered pigments into it, and then the wax is heated. And then shaped into a, the painting, and then when the wax cools, it binds it, uh, binds the pigments in place. I don't think I've ever seen a wax painting and an acoustic painting, or like, is there like a famous example? Um, I don't know. I did some in my like mixed media collage class in college. We mm-hmm. just, I mean, we used clear. We could add color to it, but like, we made a collage and then we put wax over it. Like, we painted wax over it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, don't know. I fell asleep in my art history class. <laughs> I don't think there's really any like really famous ones. I don't know. I feel like it's kind of like something that people don't really work with. Beeswax is like kind of expensive. Yeah, it's expensive and, now. That's for sure. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and then sometimes it'll like mix weird with paint. Like if you have a certain paint on it and you put like something hot on it, and then it's gonna start melting like other paints underneath it. It's like yeah, that's fair. I hadn't thought about that. But I have seen like I don't know if this counts as a type of painting. But I, I follow people that do, like, the egg painting where they, like, put wax. Like, they, they like, have little 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 things of dye. So I think these are dyes. And then they have, like, a little eggshell. And then they put wax on the eggshell in, like, different patterns and then put it in little vats of dye. And that's considered, like, a folk art. I was going to say, we used to do that, like, for Easter. Yeah, it's very similar, but, like, it's, like, really, like... Um, it's fine art. It, it's, like, next... It's, it's, like, the adult version nicer, of yeah. Easter egg. I got you. Easter egg dying. <laughs> dying Easter egg. It's, like, I did that. I don't know. That doesn't sound oh, fancy. Oh, it's, like, when you, like, use a crayon and you, like, put it on the egg, mm-hmm. and then it'll make, like, the, you know, whatever... Yeah, because the dye yeah. won't go through the yeah. wax part. Yeah. yeah. So what is, like... I mean, if it's wax art, does that count, like, wax figurines, like, Madame Tussauds? I don't know. Is that not okay? I don't think it's painting. That's I'm just here to bring my dumb wax, dumb knowledge. That'd be a wax sculpture. That'd be yeah. sculpture. sculpture. But, those oh, okay. are the, like, but they have color. Yeah, they yeah. have color on them. I don't know. It's not <laughs> colored wax. <laughs> I don't know. Did you see the one they made of Lil Nas X? 
I have it looks not. exactly okay, like it. It's I've incredible. I've got to Google this. You have to look it up. I feel like they're either like, like you know, like look it in the mirror, or it's like the most horrifying, like uncanny, no, uncanny valley. Just like him. He was like he called all like he Facetimed all his friends, pranking them. But that was him. I don't know. Oh, I would hate a wax sculpture myself. No, he loved it. He was like kissing it. Well, he was kissing uh, it. He was like trying to. I don't think you're allowed to actually touch it, but. Uh, well, it looks like he's touching it. Well, he's oh, being no. a bad boy. Yeah, honestly, that, that, I'm not... It would be freaky. It would be hard. I don't want to see myself like that. I know, I'm like... I don't want to see all the parts of me that I don't normally... I myself, no? so. <laughs> Not a second one. Like, I yeah. barely want to look in the mirror. I don't want to see... turn this around. Yeah, because that's... Like, he's in the blonde wig in this one. That That's oh, yeah. actually a little less sex. But, like, the crazy. other one looks really, really realistic. Um... That yeah. Is, um, wait. Okay, now. Okay, because I was thinking the right side was a sculpture, but I think oh. that's, that's no the the, the blonde wig one. Uh, that that that's the yes. actual little Nas X. That's him at the because his wax figure is him at the um, Met Gala. I think. Yeah. Okay. That's his Met Gala outfit. Okay. That's like wild. Like look. Yeah. They did a good job. They did a really good job, and the metal looks so realistic. Or is the, is the outfit actually also wax? Do you know? I feel like the outfits are just, like, outfits. Like, okay. I don't know. Unless it's, like, something that's, like, a really popular person in a really popular setting. Well, it also probably, I think, would yeah. depend on, like, what kind of outfit it is. Yeah. Because his is, like, real metallic, right? Like, what if it actually is, though? Like, the wax. Because it doesn't... Like, you couldn't do, like, a jean jacket, I think, very well in wax because it would be too shiny. Yeah. But that's since fair. it's metal, maybe it is. But, I mean, maybe it's also just clothes. His face looks great. Yes. <laughs> okay. I want to work for them. <laughs> so the next one that is like used in like a bunch of different kinds of paint is gum uh, Arabic. Um, it's used as binder for watercolor and uh, gouache and pastels. But yeah, so it's it's uh, it's for um, anything that's considered like water soluble. I think uses gum Arabic. But yeah, water would be the vehicle in this case. So like there's the yeah if i'm remembering right the vehicle is like the solvent and then the binder is what binds it to the paper so the gum arabic is what's binding it to the paper and then water is the vehicle to like apply it and so for watercolor and gauche and then the difference is that like gauche uses more pigment so that or gouache gouache uses more pigment so that's how you get the more opaque look right and then um yeah but apparently gouache like modern cheaper modern versions of gouache use yellow dextrin which is like a kind of sugar, um, instead of gum arabic. I didn't know if that's a thing. Oh, I did not know that. Okay. I don't know much about gouache. I feel like people don't really use gouache as much as they should. Mm-hmm. I just feel like you can't really find it. So it's like, it's not at like Walmart. Yeah. It's not like really accessible. And then there's like a few packs at like, I don't know, maybe Hobby Lobby. I don't know. I don't like think I've packs. seen it at, at Hobby Lobby either. Um, yeah, I think I've, I've only ever seen it on like online stores. Yeah, I think I got some from Michaels before. Actually, that's where I got it from. Mm. But they had like a few packs, and I was like, "Ooh, what's this?" <laughs> <laughs> I love Michaels. Like, if I'm gonna shop anywhere, I'll shop at Michaels. Um, I used to be forced to shop at Hobby Lobby because it was the only craft store in town. Yeah. <laughs> that's a common thing in in rural South. So, yeah, just um, like Hobby Lobby, but they have everything. I'm like, oh. they do have everything. Uh. Uh, um, but they also like steal, like, the, or the owners of Hobby Lobby, like, have stolen holy artifacts from, like, other countries and, like, has shipped them as art. 
I don't know if you heard about that, but yeah. they like they shipped it under art and like, but it was like holy relics from from the Middle East. I think I think is where they yeah. took it from. Yeah, yeah, they like they literally bought it from like the Taliban or ISIS or something. Really? Yeah. Oh, it was even whole, worse. Yeah, it was a whole it was a whole scandal <laughs> when it first came out. Yeah. Yeah, there was like some Trump signs that popped up, like with all their like little regalia, and then they were like, "Oh no, that wasn't supposed to be here." You're like, mm-hmm, sure. Yeah. Sure, Dan. I don't know. It's, they're very conservative. I mean, it's like yeah. a really good, like, sort of, like, everything is there, but mm-hmm. they have all the pains and, like, yeah. I mean, that's one of the things about living in, like, a kind of smaller city. We don't really have a lot of options. So it's like, yeah, I would like to not shop there, but where else am I going to go? I know. You don't want to buy everything on Amazon either, because that's no good. Yeah. No. But Michael's has, like, the best paint. I like golden. It's, like, a mm-hmm. golden brand paint. So, but actually, do they sell it at Michael's? I think so. Yeah. I think I've seen it there. Yeah. Because um, it's their, like, professional level, like, brand, I think. Because they have, that's another thing I like about Michael's. They're like, this is the basics. And then here's, like, the intermediate. And here's, like, the advanced stuff. Yeah. And I really love that. Because, like, it makes it a lot easier to make a choice when you just... I went to, like, a makeup store the other day, and I feel like it has a similar problem where you're like, there's so many options. What brand do I get? What things do I need? I don't know. Um, but I feel like Michaels really breaks it down to show you, like, what you need. I don't know. They're really good. <laughs> but, yeah, I think Hobby Lobby sells Liquitex, which is, like, their acrylic band. But I don't know. And then Michaels has – I think they've come out with, like, their own brand, too, of, like, acrylics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I've tried it. It's it's okay. I like Liquitex better. Um, Golden is, like – best <laughs> but yeah i've just invested in a lot of liquitex now so like <laughs> i just have so many like every for a while there like that was the only thing people would give me as gifts is like paint <laughs> so i'll just oh, get gosh. like a crap ton i'm a crap ton of uh liquitex basics paint <laughs> but yeah and then pastels so like pastel i didn't realize was like a type of paint um and then i'm still confused that it's a type of paint because it comes in a stick form yeah um but it still uses gum arabic as the binder, but like you like draw it on, right? Or like, do you use? Is there a vehicle? Yeah, I usually just like draw it on. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I like posted a picture on the Isabel Art House Instagram. I was like, we use acrylics and stuff, and someone was like, I like those paintings, and I was like, they were drawings actually. <laughs> but I don't know. I I wouldn't classify it as a painting, but it's kind of like concentrated paint. It's almost like if it's like mushed into like a stick like a paint stick okay so Hmm. because some are like sticky because they have like soft pastels hard pastels and like the soft ones are like sticky so Hmm. i don't know it's almost like you let paint dry and then you just like smushed it on like a surface but okay i don't know i think it's drawing Okay. They're lying. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, I don't know. Sometimes older people be like, oh, it's a really nice painting. And I'll, I'm like, it's a drawing. But I don't know what the difference is. Yeah. That, that's <laughs> what I was trying to trying to piece together. I was like, because it comes in a stick. So you would think it would be a drawing. But like, it's using pigment. So it'd be a paint? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but also there's like watercolor pencils. Yeah. So it's like the same concept, like that form and like stick form. Okay. Okay. <laughs> concentrated stick form but i mean like uh watercolor pencils you can like draw them out and then add water onto it and like spread it out how you want to but can do the same with oil pastels maybe you can but i don't know i've never used them so you're the expert here (laughs) i'll trust you so cool (laughs) i like the hard ones because the other ones are kind of like sticky and they don't like spread as well but 
Okay. Do they, like, stick to your hands? Not really. I mean, if you, like, touch it, it's kind of sticky, but it'll stick to the paper. Mm -hmm. I feel like the hard pastels, like, get all over your hands worse, and it's kind of messy, but... Okay. They're cheap. (laughs) (laughs) Got you. Uh, Other common binders for pastels is gum tragacaf? Tragacant? I think that's how you say that. Uh, And methyl cellulose. Some other ones that people have used, but I think gum... Gum Arabic is the, like, traditional one. Then I found out about egg yolk painting, or tempura painting, which is, I guess, is the oldest oldest uh, style of painting. So tempura paintings um, are apparently really long-lasting, too. So, like, there's examples from the first century CE that still exist. And so, basically, they use egg yolk as the binder. And so egg tempura was, like, the primary method of painting until the 1500s, when it was superseded by, like, the invention of oil painting, which I just think is really fascinating, too, because, like, you don't think about, like, when oil painting was invented. But, like, obviously it had to be invented at some point. But before that, we were just using egg yolks. I know. I've never done any, like, egg yolk painting. But, like, I was in an art history class. We were supposed to make a project about, like, some type of art piece. And so someone made, like, a tempura painting, mm-hmm. which I thought was, like, cool. But then I was, like, I don't know how I would do that. I mean, I was also living in, like, a dorm, so I didn't have, like, eggs to, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's hard to do egg paintings when, yeah, we live in a dorm. That would be hard. <sighs> that makes sense, though, that you could use, like, just because in cooking, eggs are used as a binder all the time. Like, yeah. if you're making, like, yeah. a mayonnaise or, like, a hollandaise, like, if you make, like, um... I can't remember the name of the dish. It's just, like, a pasta dish with a sauce that's basically just, like, egg yolk. Yeah, yeah. Um, Carbonara? Carbonara, yeah, uh, yeah. So that makes a lot of sense that you would use that as a binder because it is like a natural binder and it's used all the time in cooking that way. Egg tempura sounds delicious though. Like it sounds crunchy. You can um, eat your painting. <laughs> I want to eat it. <laughs> if somebody told me like this is tempura, I'd be like, so where's the soy sauce? Can I dip? I know. You could <laughs> just, just make a good. brown paint with like adding soy sauce to it. You probably could because it's I very know, you dark. You with anything. Yeah. Like teas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've seen, I, um, well, I follow on Instagram, mostly just, like, a bunch of Food Network and celebrity chefs. And there's this one lady, she always posts... People make art with, like, pieces of food, so they'll use, like, an onion skin to, like, uh, draw a woman's dress, like, to make a woman's dress or something, or they do use eggshells a lot, too, to kind of give texture. It's basically, like, it's fashion meets food meets, like, just a little paper figurine. It's pretty neat. I know. Once your art, like, starts rotting, that's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> when it smells really bad. But it's compostable, though, so that's good for the environment, right? I know. Green paintings. <laughs> uh, the mold adds to it. <laughs> <laughs> there was one... It's for texture. There was one lady on that. I don't know if y'all see that show, Making It. It's got... It's yeah, from, it's like... Just... It's got, um... The guy who plays Ron Swanson. Um... I forget his name. But it's the people from, um... Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. It's, it's the the main lady and Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec. And they do a show that's like crafting people. And like it's like a crafting competition. Uh, and there was one lady who her craft was making stuff out of food. Like making paintings out of food. And it was always really good. Like a giant butter sculpture. I don't know if she did a butter sculpture. It was like she made like paintings out of chocolate sauce um, or coffee. Um, yeah. There's this other lady that I follow. She's like a real... Um, plant-based person so she makes she dyes all of her clothes with like plants like sometimes with food like with avocado skins or avocado seeds um and a bunch of fruit and stuff it's pretty neat Mm. that you can get like dye from plants yeah i mean that's how we got it right yeah obviously but it's like it's it's neat the way that she does it 
because she mm. also does like a bunch of pressings and stuff like she'll just put like a bunch of flowers and leaves on a white t-shirt and then just like oh, press it that. forever oh yeah i've seen those those are cool yeah i've also seen one where they put the flowers and then they'll spray something on it and then it makes like a shadow effect those are cool too yeah oh i love that yeah i'm allergic to a lot of stuff so sometimes i don't <laughs> like i don't like plants <laughs> I feel you. I'm allergic to everything in Lubbock. I don't know what it is about Lubbock, but it it gave made me allergic to everything. It's like the dust, grass, the grass here. I'm allergic to trees. Yeah, I don't know, but apparently, like it happens a lot when people turn 25. So now I'm allergic to oh everything. <laughs> I know. Like I, I feel like moving to Lubbock. I'm not as allergic to stuff, but I'm still kind of like allergic to things. Mm-hmm. I just don't touch things. <laughs> just don't touch things. Yeah, I don't know. Allergies are weird, but. I have, like, EpiPens and stuff now. It's sad. Not really. I know. You have to, like, carry around Benadryl. (laughs) Yeah. I have a little jar at my desk at work. Because, like, for a split, for a little bit, we were worried that I was allergic to solvents at work. Uh, And if that's the case, like, you're kind of, you're kind of out of luck when it comes to being a chemist if you become allergic to the solvents. I'm, like, just talking to my boss about it. And she's, like, I hope you didn't become allergic to dichloromethane. I'm, like, what happens if I'm allergic to dichloromethane? She's, like, well... You can't work in the lab. And I'm like, okay, how do I finish my PhD? (laughs) She did not have a good answer for me. (laughs) So, but yes, the last kind of painting that I have to talk about the binder is like plaster. So, um, frescoes, like I said, like, I just thought it was like done, meaning like done on a wall or on a ceiling. Like I thought that's what it meant, but it's actually like a type of painting where they use plaster as the binder because the word fresco comes from the Italian word of fresco, um, which derives from the latin word for fresh so like frescoes were often done during the renaissance and other early time periods um using wet like a thin layer of wet fresh mortar or plaster and then they would paint on that and then when the plaster dried that would be the binder yeah so i thought that was really cool i know i've never painted with plaster but i have these like little cakes in my car on the dashboard and basically it's just like foam shaped however you want and then like plaster mixed with like some type of like paint mm-hmm. um i think it's usually just like acrylic paint and i mean or you could just have like a white cake with like white plaster <laughs> and it's just like it looks like icing looks like icing yeah mm-hmm. don't but, eat it <laughs> don't I eat know, it it's not real. <laughs> i mean you can't eat it but just <laughs> why does everything look like food when it comes to like art stuff i swear everything looks like you should eat it um I think it's like it, the bright colors and the textures are very stimulating. That's fair. You know, yeah. it's like the fruit, it's like um, the Tide Pods. Everyone yeah. wants to eat Tide Pods oh, there no. for a hot second. They look like berries. They look delicious. <laughs> oh my gosh. And someone made actual like edible Tide Pods out of like jello or something. <laughs> and now people are like eating, well, they're like cooking with um, any medicine, like Benadryl. The NyQuil chicken? Yes, the NyQuil chicken. I'm saw sorry, what? The, um, people are like boiling tums. chicken in nyquil why because they're stupid i don't i think honestly i didn't think it was a real thing i think it's probably somebody started doing it like as a prank and then um the news got a hold of it and then it just kind of blew up uh, oh, okay pepto-bismol that's the thing pepto <laughs> yeah i guess it's like i always get heartburn when i eat spicy food so i just put the pepto in the spicy food so i can do both at the same time that's like <laughs> Like doctors are like, That's don't do it because you shouldn't eat it. You shouldn't have it in concentrating. <laughs> you <parts."> shouldn't <laughs> cook with it. Yeah, I, Nyquil especially seems dangerous because you're like, making you can, like, a chemical OD reaction on Nyquil. Yes, and like, like if you have too much Nyquil, it like the sleep sedative effect gets overridden, 
Maybe I shouldn't tell this on a podcast, but like if you take too much Benadryl or not Benadryl, um, anything basically, really anything, but like the specifically like NyQuil, whatever's in NyQuil, I think it's Sudafed. Um, the the sedative effect gets overturned, and so like then you're like dreaming while you're awake. Uh, it's a, not a good time. Is that why people like to sip on that scissor? Because that- people drink like yeah. I never understood why people like to have NyQuil like as a fun drug. Because it just makes me sleepy. Like, I know. You're just going to, like, fall asleep. You're just yeah. like... <laughs> it's like, I'm going to take a nap on this couch at this party. I don't understand. Yeah. You have to... Yeah, you have to have more of it, and then you're awake again. That that was what my I understanding... I didn't try hard enough. I okay. like people doing it with Pepto-Bismol. You would be, like, so constipated. <laughs> right? Nothing's coming out. <laughs> Your stomach is made of concrete. Oh, my gosh. Like, the pink chicken. It's like the... Have y'all seen the pink sauce? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. I, I, I only caught, like, the edge of pink sauce, I feel like. And everyone was like, the pink sauce lady. And I was like, okay, I don't know. I missed that whole section of the... Like, I saw, like, bits of it. But I was like, I feel like I caught the tail end. And I'm like, what is this? And why is everyone talking about it? What's so what is like, pink sauce? She, just, she lied about all of the nutritional facts. And it's like, you can't really do that. Like, that's kind of against the law. Oh, yeah. You that can't is lie about the, the nutritional facts of your thing. But she basically, like, I think it was supposed to be... A ranch that was just pink, but she wasn't using like an approved it's food just, dye. It's just dyed with um, dragon fruit. That's what she says, yeah. but it's like I don't it's really. Like, it's it's not that pink. <laughs> it's know. not that pink. Like dragon fruit is not that pink, though. It was like bright pink. Like, like it looked like Pepto Bismol. <laughs> like I don't think you can do that. Um, I don't know, but it's just it's also just like ranch. But if 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 you want it to be ranch, why are you putting dragon fruit? In it. It's just like runny ranch. It's also just doesn't look good on like they're like pouring it over like chicken wings and they're like oh this is so good and it's like I don't want to eat something. Oh that this looks pink. so bad. No. Like it looks like you're pouring pink paint. Over yeah. <laughs> like if I want something that pink, it'd, be, it'd have to be like ice cream or like something like that. Like not chicken. And it's so bright. Like the inconsistency and in, like the dyes. Too, yeah. It's just like okay, this is really light pink and this is really dark pink. Yeah. And she's like taking pictures of all of these and I'm like. She's like, like eating it, giving it to her friends, pretending like making them pretend that it's good. Influencers <laughs> are out of control. Don't. I will say she like as trying. a she never was to get the color right. Like it was just like never buy anything from an influencer. Don't buy internet. And it was also twenty dollars a bottle. For ranch? I'm sorry, it was twenty dollars. Who do you think you are, Truff Hot Sauce? <laughs> I would uh, not pay twenty dollars for it any condiment that is too much money but have for a you condiment. tried truff hot sauce it's only 17 dollars, but it's pretty good i have not heard of that it's pretty good is it um, what is it it's just like hot sauce that they infuse with truffle oil but it's like mm. a little bit sweet mm. um it's pretty good see at least that's a reason for it to be 17 dollars though because like truffles are rare yeah yeah you know like i understand i mean truffles it's just truffle oil get. so it's like this much truffle but yeah it is regrettably quite tasty I mean, yeah and then she was sitting in some of the like bottles were like i mean you know and like stuff is like bad and like the bottles will like like get fat and like it was like oh no <laughs> yeah it would like expire because she would yes. yeah because she wasn't she, there was dairy in it but she didn't like pack it with ice or anything she just yeah, put it like in a regular exploded ones. some didn't Gross. have a label like it was different colors she just didn't really prepare herself i think for the influx that she was gonna get yeah but it was bad you know i think if she would have sold it to like local people that would have been good but like oh let me ship this from like new york to texas yeah yeah that's probably yeah that's you're right that's what she should have done is just done it locally and like kind of control the batch yeah and just be like i'm sorry guys i can't ship yet because i don't know what's going to happen to the product 
quality control. Uh, but I still don't get the $20. Like, no. Yeah. And then some people are like, I just have to try it. And then it's like, oh, here's this like runny, gloopy, like pink stuff. <laughs> I would not try. You could not pay me $20 to eat it. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would eat it if it's 20 Like, how much do I have to eat? Not the whole bottle, right? For $20? I will have a tablespoon for twenty dollars. Sure, um, it's just too runny. Like it's just like it doesn't look. Good, I mean, no. it's not. It's like ranch mixed with water, mixed with like Pepto Bismol. Maybe that's what she was putting in it that made it so pink was Pepto, though. That that would explain the color, in my opinion. I mean, because that's what it looked like. Yeah, it was. It was it's the right color if it's Pepto Bismol. Is all I'm saying. Um, but yeah, but nobody wants to like. I mean, I guess there are some people that look at Pepto and they're like, mm, a snack. I know, it's, like, really good. good. A lot of people were freaked out because recently we finally figured out, like, the structure of Pepto-Bismol. Like, we didn't know what the structure of, like, the compound in there was. And people were like, I'm sorry, we didn't know that. (laughs) So Pepto-Bismol is a liquid. And a lot of our techniques for figuring out, like, the exact structure of something requires it to be a repeating structure. So you have to have, like, a crystal. So you have to grow a crystal of Pepto-Bismol. And that's very hard to do. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so interesting. It's it's not like like we we can tell you like how much of each thing is in there. Like there is a way to quality control. It's just like could we tell you like the arrangement of the atoms? No, if that makes any sense. Like it's not as sketchy as it sounds. I promise. I was gonna say, is it kind of like with depression medication, where it's like we don't know why it works or how it works, but we just know that it does. Well, I mean, there's actually a work? small chance that know. antidepressants Have you, don't does work. Does Pepto not work for you? We're I don't not, know. I haven't like used it. No. I've taken it in pill form, but also I just like, I just suffer through. <laughs> You're just like, I'm just going to throw it's up. Also it's also kind of like gross too. It's like, yeah. no, it's not good. And it's all chalky. It's yeah. not a pleasant experience. They do have like a gummy Pepto, like a gummy antacid, Ooh. which is honestly not bad. It just tastes like bubble gum. They have the aftertaste is weird, but and they're yeah. gross. You don't like the chewy ones? No. Well, there's some that are like a gum. It's like a chewy gum. Yeah. Form. That's what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. You no, don't like it's them? It's just like sticking everywhere. Yeah. You just, you have to chew it really fast. But you, like, can't. It's just, like, stuck in your teeth, and it's just, like... <laughs> well, that's when you, do like, I think I, I just have, like, a weird habit, because I have heartburn all the time, so I'm always taking Pepto and, like, Tums Same. and stuff, and then I just, like, wash it down with alcohol. Um, <laughs> and then I'm like, why do I still have heartburn? Um, I know, one while I was just, like, chewing so many Tums per day. Yeah. It's honestly because the alcohol gives me heartburn, so I take the heartburn medication, but I'm still, like, drinking the alcohol instead of just stopping. Um, but, you know, we learn things about our bodies. I know. Also, like, I would color code, like, some of the Tums, which is, like, <laughs> I'm, like, some taste better than others, but it's just dye. It's just dye. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I mean, they do have different flavor mixes, but in the flavor mix, I think they all taste the same. Yeah. Like, all the colors. But, like, the yellow and the... Like the tropical ones, then you have the berry ones. The mint ones are the worst, though. Oh. Yeah, the mint ones, they're disgusting. No. It's like if you um, had a bucket full of chalk and there were three mints in there and you decided to eat those mints. I just pretty hate, bad. Yeah. I mean, Tom's just tastes like straight chalk. Like, it's just like chalk. I mean, if I just, like, chewed some chalk, I'd probably feel the same way. You would feel the same way. It, so it's the same active ingredient. Uh, I, yeah, I had a chemistry true. teacher who was pregnant, and she had horrible heartburn. And she would just, like, take the chalk that she was writing on the board with and just take a, take a bite. And oh, I feel like that feels so hard on your teeth. Uh, I don't know. She was... She was in crunch. She was very, um, very chaotic as a person. I loved her a lot, but she was very chaotic as a person. <laughs> 
So, you, you know, like, you're not supposed to eat. Like, there, there, a lot I'm of hospitals have rules that you're not allowed to eat, like, while you're in labor. So she, like, was, like, in active labor, went to McDonald's to get food before she went uh. to the hospital. And her, her poor husband was just like, please, God, go to the hospital. <laughs> Do not have this baby in the car. <laughs> At the McDonald's? At the McDonald's. <laughs> She's like, I'm hungry and I'm not going to wait. <laughs> So. I know, but you might have to poop later. So she sounds like, like <laughs> she sounds like a terrifying human being, and I really love that. Yeah, I'm, like so I'm a fan. Um, there was a one student. Her name, his name was Robbie. That would always like play pranks on her. And at one point, he put her her keyboard like to her computer in the ceiling. <laughs> so oh she <laughs> she comes in the room and she's like sits down at her computer, like bring up the PowerPoint or whatever we're gonna do that day. And she's like, like look, it's just like. And then she sees the wire, and she, like, follows the wire up into the ceiling, and then you just see, like, the, the wheel turn for a second, and then she goes, Robbie! <laughs> runs out of the room to go find him, because she's, like, a short lady, and Robbie's, like, six foot tall, so, like, and he stood on her desk to get it in the ceiling. It had ceiling. to be him. <laughs> it had to be him. Um, yeah. And then at one point, I was talking to her. She had one of those smart boards that are, like, on wheels. So, like, at one point, I'm talking to her about whatever, and then she turns the board around to the backside. And there's just a bunch of sticky notes with penises drawn on the sticky notes on the back of her board. And she just mm-hmm. keeps talking to me while she's taking them down, like, not not even acknowledging. And then she can tell that, like, I'm, like, what what is happening? You just gotta <laughs> she, act like, you just gotta keep going. <laughs> she just goes, okay. oh, the physics class got bored. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then one had two, one sticky note had two of them on one sticky note. And she goes, look, twinsies. Oh, God. <laughs> going. <laughs> I loved her a lot. She was great. <laughs> yeah. She sounds fun. She's very fun. Um, she used to work at uh, Oak Ridge, too, which is like a, a nuclear facility in, in mm. Tennessee. And she would tell us stories about like radioactive wasps. Uh, and that was always fun. <laughs> Like, because we had these things called mud, mud daubers, and so they were wasps that made um, nests out of mud. Yes. The mud in Oak Ridge is radioactive. <laughs> like, it's radioactive. So they're taking this radioactive mud from the ponds around the facility, um, and then the, they would go make their little nests in these hunting cabins. <laughs> so they had to, like, send out exterminators to all these hunting cabins and, like, de- decontaminate <laughs> them because these little wasps were, like, taking all the radioactive mud. Uh, <laughs> I hate those little guys. I mean, they're not dangerous, but they're just like they're just annoying. <laughs> yeah, they're just annoying. Um, they're like, I'm not gonna sting you. I'm just like here to make a house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I was talking to someone and they didn't know what modavers were, and I'm like, they're just wasps. I know. I haven't seen any in Lubbock. I don't think they're here. I don't think there's enough water here. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah we don't have a whole lot of mud for yeah. them to make their little houses. That's so crazy. I've never thought about that. They're not here. Yeah. So- but we still have enough water for mosquitoes somehow. Just it's from all the people watering their. I still haven't seen many mosquitoes until like two days ago, and then I had like all these bites. <laughs> so, oh really? Yeah. Like, my house is so bad. I don't know why. Oh, but like I'm allergic to mosquitoes too because I'm allergic to everything, and they bug swell up zone. real big. Huh? I'm a bug free zone. <laughs> bug free zone. <laughs> but yeah, okay. Back on topic though, because we our our podcast is known for for our long. No, long tangents. But anyway, uh, solvent, sometimes called thinner, um, either an organic solvent or water used to reduce the viscosity. So, like, how how easily it flows um, makes it more easy to flow, basically, of the paint um, for better application. So, waterborne paints um, are usually reducing 
or sorry, waterborne paints are replacing some paints that used to use volatile organic solvents um, because those are really bad for like the environment and for people. So like that's why people use acrylics or other water-based media because it's a little less toxic. And so like the binder and the solvent together make the vehicle or the medium was my understanding. And then the binder might be dissolved as a solution or carried in as a dispersion of microscopic like small little particles in a liquid. Um, and that's usually how they work. Um, is that like the terminology used in the painting world as well? Or Yeah, I've heard binder used a lot. Binder, solvent, uh, usually those things. Like okay. I'm talking about like binders, solvents. I used to paint a lot and then I stopped painting. And because <laughs> it was like, this is like expensive. Yeah. And it's also just like, I feel like people were better than me at painting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I use a lot of acrylic painting, which like it dries really fast. And I was trying to like mix it. Right. Like, to make it look like it was oil paintings. And I was like, this is not what I thought I could yeah. <laughs> And then I was trying to do, like, really big paintings in college. And I was like, I'll was like, i do something really big. And my professor was like, do it small. And I was like, no. <laughs> and then I, I should have done it smaller. <laughs> <laughs> Too ambitious. Yeah. Uh, but the like- golden paint is, like, the best. Like, I feel like the... The binders are really good. And then, like, it mixes well with a lot of other materials. Like, I use this... Um, I don't know what it was called, but it's kind of like a binder to, like, make acrylic paint dry slower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which worked really well. And then I was using things to make stuff look more textured. But... Yeah, the... I think those are called mediums, usually. Like, yeah. if you buy them. Yeah. Yeah, I really like to use the... Um, there's one that makes it, like, shimmery, too. Like, yeah. adds, like, a glitter to it. I really like that one to, like, paint metal. Um, I think it's really cool. Oh, yeah, the gel medium. Yeah, I use a lot of gel medium, too. It's almost like a paste as well. Mm-hmm. But Golden is also good. <laughs> like, it's sponsored by Golden. You know, like we said, if we just mention the name of a company, we get ad dollars, right? Is that how we're doing this? That's what we decided, yeah. Yeah, so gold, Golden Paint, we've mentioned you like four times now in positive light. So you need to... You can uh, write the thanks. check. Write the check to Cowboy Chemistry. No, actually, write it to Dylan Gardner if you actually do this. Because um, <laughs> we don't have a bank account yet. Wait, you get a sponsorship from Hobby Lobby. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're like, here's all these things. I would have to turn it down. I couldn't I can do it. Um, I'm like, don't turn us good, down. Good We're good. <laughs> but, yeah, and then there's, like, a bunch of other, like, additives and, and other things. I don't know how commonly they're used. So, like, people will add chalk to things. Um... And there's, like, dispersants and silicones, um, uh, dryers, so, like, things to accelerate the drying time. And then you talked about the ones that, like, make acrylics um, dry slower. Yeah, anti-settling agents, I guess, to prevent the pigment from settling. I'm not sure what that means. Like, while the paint's sitting? Yeah, I mean, sometimes, like, if you mix stuff, and I guess if it's not mixed really well, like, oh, a better example is, like, with the house paints, like, they're separated. So, like, when you go to the store, like, some are already mixed, but usually it's, like, I don't know what it's called. You need um, the colorant to add to this binder. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you let it sit out, usually if, like, you have it in the wrong temperature, like, it's too cold outside, you have paint outside, which I should move the paint off of my truck. <laughs> like, it'll start <laughs> to separate. Yeah. Um, so sometimes, like, the better grade paints have, like, um, anti-settling agents because the paint is going to, like, for sure settle. Mm-hmm. And then the longer it settles, it's just going to, like, cake at the bottom. Right. And I yeah. imagine eventually it's, like, really hard to... Yeah. To stir back up. Yeah. yeah. I know all the time you're supposed to, like, mix the paint before you use it, but 
yeah, sometimes it's just like it's non-reversible. It's just like it's gone, dude. Mm-hmm. Like that's I'm sure, just... like especially like latex paints that are like more more like acrylic paint. Those are probably likely to settle and not be able to mix up again. Yeah, yeah. And then I found out you can put like bactericides or fungicides or algicides because I guess paint can mold. Water-based paints can like mold and like grow stuff in it. Have you yeah. ever seen that happen? I mean, I think I've, like, set stuff where, like, I didn't let it dry good and it was kind of wet and then it starts, like, molding. I've seen paper that starts to kind of mold. Mm-hmm. Like, you're painting on just, like, regular watercolor paper and it'll start to kind of mold, get moldy. I mean, it's kind of like books. If you let them get wet, they're going to get... They're going to get moldy, moldy, yeah. But, yeah. And then, I guess sometimes, like, with uh, oil paints, they'll get moldy, too. Really? Like, I would think oil paints would be so toxic, it would kill them. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. It's just when it's, like, wet for so long, I guess, it just, it can get moldy, too. Hmm. Anything well, can get moldy. That's just fair. Like, mold, <laughs> mold is its own own beast, I swear. Here. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, that's all I really have for, like, the chemistry side of paint. Yeah. Anything else? We want to talk about when it comes go to painting. Paint. <laughs> go paint stuff. Um, go sniff things. <laughs> oh, I love paint. It's, I mean, it's really cool. It's like versatile. I mean, it's used everywhere. Just yeah. And then I've also used paint that's like um, like the paint that I want to use for the school bus, and it's like an oil based paint, and it's used for like covering over rust or anything that might rust, and it takes like so long to dry, like oil. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah, because I didn't know about that. And then I used some with some, like, uh, youth, and they were just like, this is not drying. And I was like, oh. And it was, like, <laughs> over two hours, and it was, like, still sticky. Oh, no. And I was like, hey, it's like, it looks really shiny and good, but it's, like, yeah, it's kind of sticky. <laughs> how, how long does it take to dry? Like, overnight or? Yeah, it's saying, like, um, 24 hours before, like, a second coat. Mm. It was, like, kind of dry within, like, two hours, but, like. To be, like, yeah. fully dry, you have to, like, let it sit, like, a whole day. Yeah, because I usually oh. see, like, house paint and stuff like that, like, drying within, like, 15, 20 minutes. And it was, like, oh, why is this, like, still like this? Because the guy at the, like, paint store that I went to, he was, like, you should get this. And I was, like, I just want the cheapest thing. And he was, like, this will work really well. And he just upsold me something that, like... <laughs> <laughs> takes forever to try. Oh. And it was just, like, sticking to the table. And it was, like... It was still, like, it was stuck to the table, too, underneath some cans. And, yeah, I think that was starting to kind of mold. <laughs> oh, gosh. And that was, like, Rust-Oleum, right? Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah, I think that was also a Rust-Oleum or some other brand that was, like, oil-based like that. Because I think mm-hmm. other, like, house paints, exterior paints aren't oil-based. So... Yeah, but I don't know what happened. I also just bought this really expensive paint that, like, doesn't work how I want it to, you know. It's got to be so frustrating. Especially, like, those guys sold you up on it, too. I don't know. I know, but you got to trust the paint store guy. Yeah. But, yeah. I just, he was like, what are you painting on? And I was like, wood. And he was like, oh, here's the stuff for, like, anti-rust. I mean, because what, was it, like, at a Home Depot or a Lowe's or something? Um, it was at a local one. Oh, like okay. One, but, yeah. Um, I was going to say, because I don't think they get commission. I think they really just want to make sure you're not going to have to come back and buy more or, like, complain about the paint or something, you know? Yeah, Mm. Yeah, Yeah, well, a local place, probably, they do work on commission. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I think he was, like, he didn't have a lot in stock, and he was just like, buy this, please. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, if it takes forever to dry, hopefully that means it's going to last a lot longer. Like, hopefully it's a more durable paint. Yeah. And uh, your wood won't get rusty. (laughs) (laughs) 
I didn't have that problem, but okay. <laughs> but um, I think that comes to the end of our, our talk of chemistry paint. Uh, chemistry of paint. Chemistry paint. Whatever we call this. <laughs> yeah, I'm notoriously bad at ending this podcast. Before we do that, um, do you want to talk about... Um, East Lubbock Art House and what y'all do and like no. I know y'all have no <laughs> you don't have to I just like give okay, people good. the opportunity to like plug anything they want to but if you don't want to that's fine too yes okay yeah um if you see a big blue school bus driving around it's not me <laughs> um but yeah East Lubbock Art House is cool we have art classes so if you want to learn more about paint want to paint thing we're actually tie-dyeing a lot so we tie-dye uh, we use oil pastels which I didn't know was a paint but okay. Um, but we haven't really worked with oil paint because it takes like super long to dry. Yeah. We've done yeah. some spray paint and then watercolor, acrylic, like done a lot of acrylic. Acrylic is like really versatile. Cool. So trying to, might get some gouache. We'll see. <laughs> Got you. Uh, I have some gouache if you want to like try it first. You can use my like gouache palette that I have because um, I have plenty of it. But yeah, and then I know y'all have like a grant writing series going on yes. that I, I I really want to take advantage of that. I'm probably going to go on the last Saturday. Do it. Yeah. Because like, yeah. But, Workshops uh, are fun. Huh? Workshops are fun. Workshops are fun. And I, I love grant writing. I know that Ugh. that might be a nerdy thing to say, but I love writing a it's grant. It's so fun. It's like, I mean, it's like, it's like, it's almost like a competition, but mm-hmm. it's also like fun. Yeah. And yeah. It's like writing. <laughs> Yeah, and then you can, like, tell people, like, all the cool things you're doing and, like, low-key brag on yourself or your organization. You're like, look at this cool stuff we're doing. Now yeah. give us money to do more cool stuff. Give me free money. <laughs> give me free money. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, and then I know in November we're, Cowboy Chemistry is going to do some chemistry demos at East Lubbock Art House. Yes. And I'm very so excited. Um, I'm talking to the department about letting us do fun demos, so um come to that in november and otherwise you can follow us at cowboy chem at cowboy chemistry or out cowboy chemistry podcast on the various platforms exit music here apoptosis is going mad my liver's gonna fail maybe it's from the radium i use to paint my nails well, say you hate me, carbon date me, throw me in the sea. I'll be back with time because I'm made of stardust and chemistry. Of stardust and chemistry. Hey.